We had another uh, historically great offense on the field Monday night as oh, man. LSU beat up on Clemson in the national championship game. At one time, it was 17-7 to Clemson, and then that offense from LSU really just turned it on behind Joe Burrow, Heisman winning quarterback, some of just the phenomenal wide receivers they have and that sort of thing. And it, it caused a lot of people to wonder, is this one of the best offenses, one of the best quarterback performances uh, throughout the course of a season, one of the best teams of all time in college football? Yeah, and we got some numbers to look at that kind of break into that because uh, what else you did this season, especially after 20 years of th- you know three yards, not a cloud of dust offense, yeah. um, the way that they exploded, you know Joe Brady now off to the Panthers, um, way they reinvented that is impressive, but let's just run through some of these numbers real quick. All right, 15 wins for LSU on the season. Only the third team ever to get that many wins. Ironically, Clemson last year was the first one. Yeah. Fun fact, the first team who still holds the record with 16 wins, 1899, University of Chicago, 16 wins. Four of those were against high school teams. I kid you not. <laughs> I, someone who has more time on their hands, go research what the heck that was, yeah. what was going on there. I know it was the good old days and the, you know, the kind of the foundings of football, but... Why is a college playing high school teams? I don't understand. That's a really good question. Moving on. Um, and should we really include that as the you know all-time wins leader if four of them were against high school teams? At, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. Um, but what else you did this year? Six top 10 wins um, when they were playing them. AP top four in the preseason of the top 25. Top four, beat them all. Knocked them all out. Oh. I- incredible. All right, now let's switch over to Mr. Burrow here. Um, 60 passing touchdowns during the national championship game broke Colt Brennan's record. Um, I actually remember as a kid growing up watching those Hawaii games late uh, Yeah, I remember those too. I don't know anything about Hawaii, but this Colt guy keeps throwing touchdowns left and right. Um, the number 60 is kind of uh, really kind of special with that 15 games because he averaged exactly one touchdown a quarter, which is mind-boggling especially when you consider that I think there was seven or eight quarters of the season he didn't play because they were up by 300 on the Little Sisters of the Poor or whatever it was. Or Texas A&M. Or, <laughs> hey, you're allowed to say that. I wasn't going to take a dig, but if you're yeah. going to do it at your own school, go for it. Man. It almost made me feel better watching what he did to OU and eventually <laughs> the best defense in the country in Clemson. And actually, as a UT fan, I was kind of happy because yeah. I think the only game this year that we probably played where we actually played up to our potential was against LSU. We, you know, we, we held it close. It was a one-possession game under a minute in the fourth quarter, so I... You know what? I'll you I'll, take I'll that. tip my hat to that. And yeah, that, that's just okay. And, yeah, uh, you take to that. To be fair, on, on your front, it, it was a rough season when, um, as you're watching the national title game between these two incredible teams, sitting there thinking, we actually uh, no, we had to play both these teams. That's right, because uh, unfortunately for y'all, you also uh, after before the SEC gauntlet, let's go ahead and schedule Clemson non-conference. That <sighs> that's rough. But hey, good on you for trying. Just try harder next time. Yeah, try better. <laughs> try better, perhaps. Back to Joe Burrow. First to lead the country in accuracy with over 5,000 yards passing and 50 touchdowns. Unbelievable. And it's not just the, the what I love to call the counting numbers, the 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. Again, that's great. The offense is conducive to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he led the nation in accuracy, too. It yeah, it's was, the efficiency. Well over 70%. It's just, it, it was nuts, especially because yeah. this is a guy who couldn't get on the field at Ohio State, who, frankly, when he came to LSU, is kind of like a... Oh goody! Here's another here's another Matt Flynn. Here's another you know that laundry list of quarterbacks that oh well if LSU just had a quarterback I thought he yeah. was going to fall in line with that. Boy was I wrong on did, that one. Did I hear correctly? He was a two star coming out of high school that I, went to Ohio State. I believe that he was yeah he was a two star. He got bumped to like three or four and some late in the process. He had a okay. really good senior year. Um, but I think he was originally like a priority walk on that became a, there's something weird with that story. But uh, even going into LSU. Um, or going into Ohio State for a while when he was kind of prepped and said, hey, this guy might be the next big thing. 
no one was ever looking at this. There's a reason when Justin Fields transferred to OSU that, you know, everyone just kind of him, Tate Martell, some of those guys yeah. all just flood out the back door because oh. they're, they knew that between Haskins, between um, uh, the Fields, field, sorry, yeah. I just yeah. blank him, too many quarterbacks, um, there's just, a, we're not going to get on the field, these guys. These guys are both, you know, five-star studs. So um, I, we didn't expect this, but... Um, uh, let's let's also, but it not it wasn't just the fact that Burrow was so amazing. It was this game was actually really really great. It, it wasn't yeah. quite you know the thrilling ending I think a lot of us were hoping for, um, but it was still a really good game. Um, and what we were looking at number one offense in the nation versus number one defense. You don't get that in a title game very often. It's really cool. The LSU number one offense, Clemson number one defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more interesting thing is too, and they both were, I think were like top twenty five in the other side of that. You know, Clemson was like I want to say like four or five yeah. on offense. LSU is the top like twenty two on defense or something like that. So we got we got a really good matchup here. Um, and uh, the other thing was um, when you look at the actual quarterback matchup in the title game, that's something I was looking at. They were looking at throwing back to some of the old titles. Was this the best matchup ever? And I would argue yes. Don't have a ton of stats here. Let's, let's, let's just uh, talk sports. But um, other ones that come to mind, Matt Liner versus Vince Young back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Tebow versus Bradford. Uh, Winky versus Hoople back in the day. Huh. Um, Dorsey versus Couch. These are all pretty much one-two Heisman type you know, yeah. competitions. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to find anyone who would tell you that this matchup was below any of those matchups as good as some of those matchups were, um, just from the talent of these guys. Um, and maybe the other thing that really stands out here is that in since we've gone to the playoff, there's kind of one single thread between these teams. Um, I'm going to list off the quarterbacks that have won here. Deshaun Watson, Tua, Trevor, Lawrence, Joe. Bro. Yeah. Those are our winners right there. All of those guys are the guy. Right. They are all studs. Um, they are all going to be first-round picks. They are superstar quarterbacks, not just really good quarterbacks. They are stud superstar quarterbacks. Mm. Looking like a pattern developing. If you want to get through For that sure. two-game gauntlet that is the playoffs, because, again, say what you will about OU. OU is a heck of a team. LSU made them look bad in right. that semifinal, but OU is not a bad team. If you want to get through those two games and really slug your way to the top and walk away with that trophy, you need that guy at under center, it seems like. Yeah, you need that kind of special game-changing quarterback that can score quickly for your team that, honestly, as you mentioned all of those guys, Burrow and Lawrence are surprisingly good runners as well, so beat you in multiple different ways. That was one of the things about Joe Burrow's... um, I don't want to go too far, just you know, comparing him to pro players or whatever. <laughs> but it's honestly like a mixture of. I think he has some Aaron Rodgers to his game, but yes. a little less gunslingery, a little bit more precise. But just every ball was on the money. And then when it took using his legs to kind of get the team going and get the offense moving, he did that. And you saw Trevor Lawrence do that against Ohio State in their semifinal matchup. Absolutely. And he was dominant last year against Alabama in the title game. Tua, obviously a dual-threat quarterback. Deshaun Watson, a dual-threat quarterback. So these are all guys that can beat you in multiple different ways. And so it's college football has changed a lot, and I think we've seen the pro game, the pro game evolve to be able to accommodate these guys a little bit better. And uh, I feel bad for Joe Burrow. He's probably going to end up uh, playing with the Bengals next year. But Good old uh, Bungles. <laughs> but you hope on some level that they're able to to maximize and utilize those talents that he has. Yeah, they won't because of the Bengals. But you know, you hope so. Um, uh, true. true. <laughs> no, but you you have an excellent point. And um, some of the things that these guys are doing, I, I think the true dual threat quarterback. What we've kind of seen, I think, in the last twenty years is there was a spike in what I would say are running quarterbacks. People might have called them dual threat, but there was a spike in running quarterbacks there for a while. 
Um, at the same time, I think a revolution occurred with like the spread, spread HD type thing where the pocket passers also, you know, the big arms kind of took over kind of, but it, it, you were one or the other. Yeah. You were either, you know, throwing for 600 yards a game or um, you were running the triple option and running for 500 yards as a team per game and doing yeah, that. Yeah. I, I think we're getting away from that and people are realizing if you really want to be efficient here, which I mean, this is, you know, the oldest coaching adage there is, is got to be balanced, got to be able to run, got to be able to pass. And that running right. can't just come from a running back. You have to have that, you know, that read option, that RPO um, type of play where that, that little bit of a threat, mm-hmm. um, again, that Trevor Lawrence is going to go 70 yards on Ohio state out of nowhere. Um, and uh, the one other thing I'll go back, you compared, I, I don't like doing this. Um, we're going to, you just compared Burrow to uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm unfortunately going to compare him to Tom Brady a little bit. I don't like. I'm not saying that. I'm with you. Those are the two probably best quarterbacks in the last you know couple decades and all that. I get that, and maybe outside of Peyton, but um, Breeze fans, sorry, don't no 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 you know offense intended there. Um, but the way he avoids and moves in the pocket, and when I say move in the pocket, I don't the running. You're absolutely right. He has yeah. that ability. Every once in a while, he can kind of go take off a little bit, and kind of surprising. You don't expect it yeah. from him. But, but he but slides laterally yes, so well. He, the, his awareness in the mm-hmm. pocket maybe is the best way I can describe it. His ability to kind of slide here, maybe literally just six inches, take that ball from kind of a you know a deep resting back position behind him to quickly sliding it to the other hip as he does that. Yeah, his body awareness. Um, I think that's gonna be huge in the NFL. That's something we see young quarterbacks consistently struggle with. Um, Dan Jones with the Giants this year um, had a really good year. One thing he could not figure out is how to hold on to the dang football. Right, um, fumbles left Lots and right, of fumbles. and it's because he keeps the ball in the same position. He stays locked. Even if he's moving, that ball is pretty much just a sitting, flashing target for yeah. the defense to come rip through. Um, again, you got three hundred guys running full speed at you. You got to be careful with that. Um, but his ability to do that, I think he has a better chance of success than I would have thought, frankly, even a couple of months ago when he started doing this and I hadn't really watched his games. Yeah. Um, now, I said all this and Joe Burrow is incredible. And you know what? Uh, I'm going to throw at you here as our last little topic of the sports thing. Go on. He wasn't the best quarterback on the field last night or on Monday night. Um, Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback. Trevor Lawrence you think to so? me is um, – I, I was too young to watch Peyton Manning go through Tennessee. Um, Trevor Lawrence is better than Andrew Luck was at Stanford. Stan, uh, he is the best quarterback prospect I have ever seen with my eyes. And I know Andrew Luck had a you know, good career, kind of cut short the retirement, sad, this and that. Um, but that's kind of one of the, the recent benchmarks. To me, Trevor Lawrence is the best pro prospect that I have ever watched with my own two eyes in the college football game. And I got a couple reasons why for it. Okay. You. All right. So the first thing. Um, the ability to win a championship as a freshman, the intangible factor that is required there, um, that's something to me. Um, the other thing, let's see, I think I can make an argument that um, if it weren't for a little bit of a rough start this year and for um, the fact that he had to kind of overcome the whole Kelly Bryant situation last year, was he starting, wasn't he starting? Yeah. Okay, wait, this guy's really good. We should actually probably play him thing he went through. Um, I could argue he could already have two Heismans. Um, a lot of other years, if he's not going up against a Burrow, if Tua doesn't exist at Alabama, um, I think we might be looking at two Heismans already. So, second half of this year is what really kind of confirmed this for me. I came into the season thinking high. Mm-hmm. They struggled a little bit. Second half of the year, games 8 through 14. This is prior to the national title game, but it does include that semifinal. 22 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Highest graded quarterback in the last 23 years over that stretch, over any stretch of uh, seven games there. Um, highest ever. Um, the other thing that he can do is that you mentioned the running 132 yards versus Ohio State? I, I will be honest. I knew that he was kind of quick, a little athletic, 
I didn't was, know he was capable. He was a that. running back. He wasn't a yeah. qu- running quarterback. He was playing like a running back, like a a, a faster, you know, Tebow. If we're going to throw out these mm-hmm. old references, it, it blew my mind that he has that. But he has that athletic ability. Um, and we get a little bit into the why is he such a great pro prospect to me? Maybe not the greatest college quarterback of all time. Not in that conversation yet. We'll see. He has another year, maybe two left. We'll see if he enters that. But um, one, he makes NFL throws and reads NFL, uh, makes NFL reads. Um, they love running the smash route with that corner route at Clemson. That It's one of their most common things. That outside receiver runs that little dig, runs that little curl. That inside receiver runs that corner. Mm-hmm. For the From the far hash to hit that throw on a rope the way that he does, that is an NFL quality throw. That isn't a scramble around, chunk it down the field, you have a big arm throw. That's good and that's, you know, that's helpful and all. Those are NFL quality throws that he is making. Additionally, um, I've read a bunch of different things. There a great CBS Sports article that looked at it. The way he is able to read defenses is at a 10-year NFL veteran level. Mm. It, that is the thing the quarterbacks struggle probably most with coming out of college because they have their read is look at the safety. Now, based on if safety is you know short, deep, you have one, two. Um, he is making NFL reads in terms of being able to check down three different reads on the right, knowing that a rusher is coming on his back and that he has his tight end flipping out, and within an, you know half a second, quickly identify one, two, three. Nope, out to the tight end in the flat and get you know get your eight yards or whatever. Right. I think that um, I, I, he is someone who we are going to look back on in twenty years and say that um, he's one of the few guys that could be in the conversation for greatest NCAA quarterback and great NFL quarterback. Mm. A lot of guys, again, Brady and Rogers. They had they had college careers. They didn't. No one's going to call them the greatest college quarterback of all time. Yeah. Um, Peyton Manning's one person I would say that kind of does fit this mold. Again, Drew Brees at Purdue, that good for you. Not really that great. Um, on the flip side, the Vince Youngs, the Tim Tebow's, um, some of these awesome awesome college quarterbacks that you have. No one's calling them the greatest NFL quarterbacks of all time. That's that's pretty clear. Johnny Football. Uh, it, there's another one. Perfect example. Even Cam Newton, who is an incredible college quarterback. Again, good, but no one's arguing that Cam Newton's one of the top NFL quarterbacks of all time. Mm. I think Lawrence has that potential. So we'll leave it at that. But it it really, really boggles my mind when I started actually watching a little bit of the film here. I'm not a draft expert, a quarterback guru by any means. Sure. But just looking at some of these things that these experts are pointing out about these concepts, about these throws, about these reads, about his footwork, I think we got something really, really special here in Football Jesus. I am uh, very, very interested to see. I will say that I think that there was a gap in terms of composure maybe and ability to kind of Monday hurts the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, I think there was a different, like Joe Burrow, fifth year senior. Yep. Trevor Lawrence, true sophomore. So one guy been in college playing for five years. Trevor Two Lawrence times longer than the other guy. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence hasn't actually lost since high school, and so I, I think you saw maybe a step in the maturation process, just a necessary setback uh, that he hadn't experienced in quite a while um, that, that might be beneficial for his growth moving forward. I exactly agree. I think when he was down by, you know, 15 points in the second half there, um, J- J- Trevor Lawrence just isn't really in those situations much. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a lesson learned. Again, I, I, we prepped all this, and then they went and lost. And it was like, oh, well, if he would have led his team back to a last-second victory, <laughs> the story would have gone well. But this looks I, a lot better. I'm, I'm sticking yeah. to my guns. Trevor Lawrence is going to be an incredible NFL quarterback and is the greatest prospect I have seen in my lifetime.